y'all so self is back with another episode and we have a wonderful wonderful amazing guest here with us today would guest would you like to introduce yourself hi my name is elijah golden i go by elijah two times zero on tiktok and just elijah in general on social media how you guys doing so yeah elijah is a a wonderful human being and this is why exactly why i wanted him to join me on today's episode so if you are tuning in make sure you take your notes because we're gonna talk about some deep deep stuff today again elijah is definitely someone that i watch videos on tiktok and i know that he's a shining a positive light just the talent that he's sharing with people just the gift of knowledge that he is sharing upon the world so i fully support him um so we're gonna start off with some questions Let's do so it. our first question is going to be what made you you? Oh, heavy hitter question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> first question. I think what made me me is definitely I talk about my childhood a lot. And it's something that I, I recently maybe in, within the past year since everything has been happening for me, I uh, recently been talking about and my childhood definitely made me me. But I tried to, I've, I've tried to ignore that and, you know, kind of put a blanket over my childhood and just like as if it never happened. And that's kind of how I lived my my teenage years and half of my 20s. I'm 24 now, so I would say like 21 to about 22, I lived my life. Um, just kind of ignoring what happened in my childhood and really built up my emotions to where like I was spazzing out on people that I shouldn't spaz out on, treating people as the way they should not have been treated, uh, doing things that I should never have been doing. So I think, and I know in my childhood definitely shaped me and is I think it shaped everybody. And you really look at it, whether it was a good childhood or a bad childhood or mediocre, it's my childhood, your childhood shaped you. But I think uh now that I am a growing man and a and a man in general, uh I just say adult. I'm looking more closely uh at myself in the mirror every day, trying to be a better me and you know, and not necessarily apologize for my actions thus far that I, that I did when I was, in a sense, wasn't being myself these past few years, but I'm kind of just taking accountability, which I've always have been doing. Just my accountability has been looked at as like me playing victim, which I, I hate. But now people can see that, okay, he's taking accountability. Um, he's not playing victim because they, they hear my knowledge about everything. Cause I'm actually sitting back and I'm taking notes about myself and the things that I've done and what I've learned from those things. So I definitely think my childhood made me who I am right now. 
Okay. And would you say, what was the turning point for you to make that decision? Because, you know, we all have choices and we all have decisions that we have to make in order to decide and wake up one day and really just decide, reflect on things and really just be like, hey, I think it's time for me to just change it up. Like, it's time for me to really take ownership of my actions. What do you feel like was that key point for you to do that? The saddest part about it is it wasn't how I treated people. It wasn't the things that I did. None of the things that I just said, it was none of those. It was my mother. This is why I'm kind of big on TikTok. My, it was my mother who kicked me out last year in February. That kind of just kind of like made me open my eyes like, whoa, because I kind of I chose to move back home after college because uh, I, had, I had the opportunity to move to L.A. and continue, continue running track, get my master's in communications. But I chose I turned that down. I went a different route and just decided to move back home with my family, you know, and really not have anything. I didn't have a room, anything to my name. Uh, not even money, I, I would say. I think I had $9 in my account last year. And, you know, she said I could move back back there. Everything going to be okay. And long story short, she kicked me out. We weren't seeing eye to eye. And she's the reason why I did go to go to college because I was, I was running away from my at-home life and what I was going through as a child. I ran away from that. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to go to college. You know, with college not really being the main goal for me, I didn't really want to go to college, but I'm glad it happened. But I think that turning point was her kicking me out and it just made me open my eyes. Like, okay, this is real life now. Like, I really can't play <laughs> anymore. And I'm not going to say it catapulted my faith in God because I always believed in God. But, you know, when, I, when you're in college, it's hard to really be who you really are because you're being someone you're not around people who who are also being someone they are not trying to fit in because if you don't fit in in college, you're going to be alone. Which I even tried to fit in in college and I was still alone. So it really didn't work out for me in the long run. But yeah, her kicking me out definitely opened my eyes because I'm a, I'm a family guy. I love my family, but my family seems to not, I'm not going to say they don't love me, but they don't show it. And, you know, it's been years that I, I've kind of ignored that. But now as an adult, it's like, I'm done being taken advantage of. I, I've been a people pleaser all my life and I'm pretty much done with that. So now that I don't reach out to people, you know, they, it's, it's my fault. <laughs> that's, that's what they say. It's my fault. Uh, and it's like, no, it's, I've always been the, the, the person to reach out to people and, you know, apologize first and do those things. But I can't do that. Uh, I have boundaries that I need to respect on my own now. Cause if I don't respect my boundaries, how do I expect anybody else to, to respect them? So, uh, definitely my mom kicking me out was the, the situation that made me really, uh, decide to be a better person and, you know, really open my eyes to how I was treating people. That is, that's, that's a story. That is definitely a story that belongs in a novel. It is, <laughs> it belongs in a book because I can definitely relate with you when you say that. I'm not, I'm going to quote your words, but when you say, how do you expect people to respect your boundaries if you're not respecting your own boundaries? Um, that is so, so important. And, you know, us being in our twenties, we really realized that people start trying to blame you because you were always a people's pleaser. Um, when you start, you know, changing your ways and start realizing your worth and people start using that against you, like, why are you not calling me? Why are you not hitting me up? But it's a two way street, you know? So I definitely can relate to that. I definitely agree with you on that when it comes to setting those boundaries, because boundaries are very, very important. Our next question would be, would you consider yourself to be spiritual or religious? That's a great question, too. I think uh, that's a hard question for me because I'm not the most I would never tell somebody to watch my life. And because I'm living the best uh, spiritual life or just 
I practice the best. I read the Bible. The, you know what I mean? I, I would never tell somebody to, to look at me as a role model in that aspect because I'm not. The only reason I, I'm able to share what to share the the spiritual and religious things that I do is because those things have happened to me, and I'm and I still feel as though God is with me, right? And the things that I share, like they aren't the best things, you know, the things that I've done and everything. So I would think that He wouldn't still be with me, and I still get these blessings. I still get these answers. I still I still get these no's because these no's also blessings. I don't know. I I, I can't answer that and say I'm either. Like I I don't really know what I am. I just know I believe in God and I know that he does uh, great things for people. And, you know, I just know that I do get judged for even my content. I mean, I'm not, I don't want people thinking like, oh, he thinks he is higher than thou or, or this perfect person. It's like, I'm not, I'm young and I'm trying to better myself and I make mistakes. I make mistakes every day because it's not easy being in, being in this world and not trying to be of this world, you know? Yeah. So I do my best. I, I do my best. And, and, you know, even with trying to read the Bible, I just, I just, I had DM'd a woman the other day because she uh, posts a lot of Bible scriptures about how she reads and stuff like that. So I DM'd her and I just, I befriended her because I want to learn how to read the Bible better. Like, and, and we FaceTimed a, a few times and she, she helped me. And I was like, I really, like, I'm, that's, that's, that's the side people don't see. Like people can judge you because you may use a, a worldly song on TikTok. It's like, at the end of the day, it's social media. I'm not saying I'm going to, you know, always use a sound as cursing, but it's like, it's social media. I do take accountability for those things, but like, I'm trying, like no one's with me 24 seven to see like, oh, he is trying. But I also don't need to convince somebody that I'm trying. <laughs> so I just block people because, you know, like I said, I, I share religious content at times. So people judge me off of what I share. And then they continuously judge me off of what I share next. It's like, I'm not going to be a perfect human being at the end of the day. And I don't think God expects me to. And that's why I only care what he thinks. So what other people think what he doesn't affect me anymore uh, because they used to. I sit back. I, I, I let God do the judging for me. And if anybody in the world has something to say about it, that's fine. I hear you. I respect your opinion. But this is my show and God's show. So Hey, and I love that because it's definitely hard to be in the year of 2023 because we have so much stuff we have so much stuff so much stuff that are, is being introduced to us regardless if we acknowledge it being introduced to us or not and we really don't even realize it until you're like whoa i knew that like i've seen that before but it's hard to be in this world and not you know and try your best to be a perfect human being we won't always live to the bible to the t but we can definitely try our best to make sure that you know that we're continuing to be a light and we're continuing to shed positivity and we're, and we're continuing to be people of love. But at a certain instant of, you know, I'm going to respect my boundaries and there's a limit to it. But, you know, I'm going to still be positive and I'm going to still show you love, even if it's from a distance. Exactly. And that's, and that's what I live by. I mean, even with a lot of people don't like me and it's because of who I was portraying to be. Someone who I thought, you know, would gain respect from people and all these things. I was just was not being myself. So I. I have love for, for everybody in this world. Like, there's not a single person that I hate. Hate is a strong word, so I use it very lightly. I don't hate anybody in this world. I just stay to myself, and I cut off who I have to cut off. And even if it's family, even if it's friends, even if it's significant, significant others, like, I, I got to do what's best for me. And with trying to build a stronger relationship with God, you know, sometimes you have to be by yourself sometimes. I think uh, even with me being kicked out, I seen it as God doing that right and it's the craziest thing the, the saddest thing you can ever think about like oh he lost his family in a sense like they're not dead but they're like they're they're alive they're alive but they're not 
dead. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I lost my family. They're here on earth, but you know, we don't talk. Only one I talk to is my grandma. She calls me every day almost. And um, yeah, I just, I'm, I'm at a loss of words. I haven't really talked about this in a minute because I don't, I don't have a lot of human interaction nowadays now that I moved and everything. So you guys are the first people I'm talking to, people that's listening and, and you. <laughs> I haven't talked to anybody today. It's draining at times because I'm a I'm a people person. At times, I like people, but to a certain extent, you know, sometimes I do need to be alone. You know, I was in that situation with my mom kicking me out, and you know, I had prayed to I would say how I talked to God about you know getting stronger with Him and basically giving me a sign that He's listening to me. And you know, her her kicking me out, kind of I was homeless, but I was with my grandma, but I wasn't comfortable at my grandma's house. It's where I grew up at, so it's just not. The best living situation in the it's in the hood in Gary Gary Indiana. Like I'm so good, I'm so far from wanting to be there. I love my grandma and I appreciate her for letting me stay there for the month that I was there. But within that month, uh, God directed this family into my life from social media, from my TikTok, to reach out to me and ask me, "Do I want to work for them?" And I'm like, "What is it?" And it was random. It was a random DM from a girl's Finsta page on Instagram. She didn't mean DM me from her her real Instagram. She didn't know if I was going to reply. And I somehow I seen it. This is at the height of me getting kicked out. So I was super, super vulnerable and emotional uh, last year around that time. And I'm like, yes, I will take the job. And it was it was to be a living caregiver. Mind you, I was a caregiver in college. They didn't know that. They, they just seen my situation and me getting kicked out. They're like, you need a job. At that moment, I had a job. I was working overnight, stocking at Whole Foods, very unhappy. Uh, but I was doing it because that's what needed to be done. I'm not going to complain about it. And I accepted the job the next day and moved and drove seven hours. No, no, no. Either I think it was eleven hours to Philadelphia the next day. Didn't even I had an interview on Zoom, but like I didn't even look up the job and I just drove to <laughs> Pennsylvania, wow. Philadelphia. And ended up being the hardest but the most eye opening experience ever because I was able I had so much time to either get right with God or just be alone, right? Because I was I had my client. He had a stroke in, oh, in 2011. So he was normal, but you know, he still needed me in a sense of like taking care of him. So I, I, I would shower him in the morning. I would make dinner at 4.30. And that was really it besides the doctor's appointments or going to the store. That was it. So I had so much time to get right with him and get myself right mentally, which was even more hard because I'm like, okay, I have nobody, you know, in any vicinity of, of life to even talk to, communicate with, go out with, none of that. So let me sit back and get right with God. And I started making my content, just being myself. And I'm like, wow. Like, and I was there, I was, diff- I was in Philadelphia for eight months. So from February to November, when I moved uh, to Columbus, Ohio in November, it kind of felt like God took me from this world for eight months so I can get right, get stronger mentally, spiritually, physically, just so I can come back and be able to face the world that I was trying to be in. Now that I'm in, I'm not really living of the world, but I'm living in this world now. So yeah, but. <laughs> No, nah, but you're, you're speaking truth. You're speaking on your experience and what, what continued to make you who you are today. So it was an experience that you had to go through. Like you said, you had to go through them eight, nine months of being alone in order to really build yourself. Now you said you spoke to God about it and he's like, okay, I hear you. Let me put you in a position in order for you to understand that I hear you. And this is what needs to be done in order for you to transition and elevate from that moment, from that period and be stronger. Like you said, now you're in this world, but you're not of this world. That had to become from you being alone and isolated for that period of time. 
That's a beautiful thing. Our next question is, okay, so it's basically your video reference. So I've seen a video that you did that said the most, and you quoted, I'm going to quote what you said. You said, the most powerful thing you can do is thank God for a closed door for a no. Where did that message for the people come from? Like, from what stance of your life or what experience did you have to go through in order to give that message to us? I struggle with rejection and I've gotten rejected a lot in, I just say in life and has anybody, everybody has been rejected, but I've gotten rejected so much that I had to change my perspective on it and just see it as like that rejection isn't, you know, isn't negative. I would say it's saving you from something. And it's not until, you know, I would say last year that I realized that. I mean, I was such a clouded mind with situations. Like I, I just, I held my tongue a lot with certain things in certain situations, but every no that, I, that I've gotten has pushed me further to the yes that I've always prayed for or wanted. Like the situation with my mom again, that's a, really the only one I can use that can really help me. But, you know, I would say she said no to me. Just using her, using her is kicking me out. She said no. You know, you can't stay here no more. I've always wanted my own space. I've always wanted, you know, peace. Now I'm, I would say I have my dream, my dream apartment uh, now and I'm by myself, right? And I, I really realized recently that I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm alone, but I'm not lonely, you know? Like I have peace now. It's something I really wasn't able to, you, you know, grasp. Like I was scared of peace because once I'm, once I'm with peace, I'm, you know, I feel like I was with my mind. So I have to like really, pay attention when I'm with my mind. I didn't, I didn't want to. I knew what I was had to face, which is, you know, childhood and other things that I just didn't want to face ever. But yeah, I think just the no's have definitely motivated me to continue moving forward. Like as I said, I, I struggle with rejection. So yeah. And when you said rejection, do you feel like that comes from a place from your childhood that kind of just lingered on to you as being an adult? Yeah, I think that's what I'm going through right now in this moment, in this season. You know, not really, oh, I had a, See, I have this, this, this is going to be a video of mine soon. So I'm giving you a little sneak peek, but as it, I've always felt like I wanted to be a part of people's puzzles, right? Like I want to be that perfect piece that fits into everybody's puzzle. Anybody that comes in my life puzzle, but I realized recently that I'm not anyone's, I would say I'm not anyone's puzzle piece. You know, I think I'm the instructions to the puzzle. Like I'm still in that package and I'm still in that box, but I'm not going to ever fit into the puzzle. Like I, I'll watch, I'll help. But I usually am the one who, you know, people don't read or I'm what people usually throw away being the instructions of the puzzle. Yeah, I'm just, that's, I think that's the season I'm in right now. Just like realizing that like, and that's okay because, you know, that's, I think God is equipped me enough. Like, I mean, if you really look at instructions for anything, it has so much information in it. Like yeah. it gets you from point A to point B, right? And I, that's what God has instilled in me with, you know, love and uh, the peace and just the, the overall positivity that, that I have in me now. I'm okay. I'm going to be fine no matter what. It, it may hurt for a second. It may sting for a few months, a few years, but I'm going to be okay regardless. Like situation's not going to be okay, but I'm, I'm going to be okay regardless. Well, and that's the, that's, that's the perfect thing to really tell yourself. Like we are our biggest critiques. Like we are our biggest critics and we just need that. We need to always remind ourselves and look ourselves in the mirror to like, you know, like we got this, like we can get through this. This is just a season. Even through storms, eventually the storm goes away. The dark clouds eventually, you know, clears out and the sun comes back out. Like yeah. we go through the moments to learn what we need to learn in that season or to learn what we need to learn in that in that current state in order to elevate and grow 
and do better for the next day. Like we can't, you know, like, like you said, like being the guide in, you know, in boxes, I typically don't read them, but you know, sometimes you need to read those guides. Like you need to read the instructions on what screw to use when it comes to building something or you know, what type of, if you need a flat screwdriver, you need those instructions in order to be successful. So that's, that's a great key point that you just stated to not fit in the puzzle, like trying to always be that perfect corner piece to a puzzle, but learning how to be the instructions of, okay, if they need help, you're here to assist them in order, you know, to get to where they need to be. I love that. I really do love that. Another thing that we're going to talk about is, would you say you are currently on a healing journey? That's a great question, too, because I, I honestly asked myself that question recently. Like, am I still healing? Then? And you never truly finish healing. That's not something that I heard at the beginning of it. So I'm like, OK, I'm going to do this knowing I'm never really truly going to stop healing. But I, I am definitely in a mature state of healing now. So February 17th of last year is when I started and. Right now, I'm still going. You know, every day is 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 different. You know, some days are brighter than others. Uh, but I've realized a lot about myself since I've started healing on how to combat the bad days. And that's getting sun. That's going for walks. That's just, you know, putting my phone down, getting off social media at times because I may be a creator, but uh, I don't spend as much time as I used to on social media because like I start to compare myself, and that's something that I had to uh, work on. Just not comparing. Just to put my phone down, like it's. I would say it's not real life. What I share is real life, but like half of social media is not real life. So people can compare themselves to other people, but you never like you see pictures like of people like, dang, I wish I was where I was at. But not knowing never to dim no one else's light. That's not that's not what I'm saying right now. But you don't know how many pictures it took for them to get that one perfect picture. You know, like it could have 100 pictures in, in their photo gallery. But that one picture is the picture you saw. You was like, Oh, I wish I. But the other pictures weren't perfect enough to post. So there's no one is living that perfect life. There's always something someone is going through. Uh, and, if they, and if they're not going through something perfect, that's good for them. Like, uh, you know, that's that's great. But not everybody is living this perfect life. Not even know everything is chopped up and screwed up differently for people to see and watch. I just share the real knowing that people, even when I have good days or, or bad days, I know that some of my supporters aren't. So there, knowing that I've been through some things, I'm going to share them with y'all and if you can relate, you can. If you can't, I would say I'm still on my healing journey, yes. But saying that I'm like at the beginning of it, no. But do I got to work on some stuff still? Of course. And I love that for sure. We are never really truly done with healing. Like um, some things may come easier for us, but we really are never really done with healing. Like there are some things that we start to go through as we get older that we're like, oh, my God, I didn't realize that like that is the trigger for me. Or I didn't even realize that was a trigger for me. Or I didn't even realize how it affected me that much. So yeah, healing healing journey is never a done deal. Uh, the next thing, what does that, what does it look like being in your world, a part of your world? Maybe you say you take walks. Like, this is, I don't know, this is a great question. Like something I, I've talked to myself about recently. My world, I'm alone a lot. Like I'm a, I'm such a positive person. And even the days where I don't feel the best pop, like mentally, I still wake up every day and I'm saying it's going to be a good day, no matter what. Like I can't let, so I'm, I'm a person that look at every little thing as meaning something. So when I have a bad day, I'm like, it can really, I can really have a bad day where I'm really, really low. But being in my world, you know, I have high highs. And like I just said, I have low lows, but 
knowing how to navigate through those low lows now really has changed my life. My life hasn't always been this peaceful. So now that I, you know, I have peace around me, like, you know, once we hang up this call, it's, it's going to be like this in my, uh, in my apartment, just listen, quiet. And it's like, I used to run from that. Now that I got it, I'm learning how to navigate with it. But being in my world is, uh, I don't have a lot of friends that I talk to. I don't talk to people daily. Will that change? Maybe. Uh, I just now recently got back into the dating scene. Oh, I said, I don't want to keep, you know, in a sense, blocking my blessings by just continuously shutting down people and just shutting down friendships as well. Like I was doing that a lot of my healing journey at the beginning, just shutting down friendships, shutting down, uh, talking to people, communicating with people. That really got me to still being, you know, alone. I've recently made some friends recently because I don't really know how to be a friend, which is the, which is the sad part. I don't like I'm not a, I'm not a friend that's going to hit, hit you up every day asking how you're doing. But hear me out. That sounds so bad. <laughs> I was like, uh, it sounds so bad. But at the same time, I don't expect anyone to do that for me. So it'd be crazy for me to say, oh, I need my friends to do this, this, this and that. I don't expect anything from anybody. If they hit me up, thank you. You, you know, I appreciate it. And I will do the same. But I have so much of my brain. This is not an excuse. It may sound like one, but it's not. I go through so much daily mentally, but my brain can never really just stop braining. You know, like it never really stops churning. It never really stops thinking about things. So how would I ever be able to stop it and have it think, let me call so-and-so, when I can't even think about my daily tasks without fuzziness in my brain. So people that know me understand that and they they call me and never expect me to call them and it's never an argument. Are you hit me up in it? They just always know, hey, how you doing? I'm like, bro, I'm doing good. How are you? You know? Even with my grandma, my grandma never complains about her having to call me first. And even and when I do call her, cause I do call my grandma first sometime. When it be like two weeks, when I ain't heard from my grandma, let me call my grandma. I think about it. Oh, I haven't talked to my grandma. But that's rare. And But my grandma never complains about her having to call me because, like I tell people, I'll answer. Like, there's no issue unless I'm at work or something. But I'll answer. But I just don't have any rules for people. I know I just went on a tangent, but people kind of see how, you know, standoff as I am or was. And that's why I just don't, I don't put any rules on people. Like people are not my property. Like you have to do this. You should, you should have done like, no, like you're going to do what you want. No matter what, cause I'm going to do it. I'm what I want. I, I've been in this selfish area recently where I don't really, like I think about other people's feelings and emotions about how I may, how they may perceive what I'm doing, but I do what's best for me always. Never in a rude way, never in a super, super, super selfish way. But I had to start thinking about myself and for myself because I was always people pleasing. I need to do this for them because they going to look at me this way. I don't really care how no one perceives me now. You may perceive me as soft, weak, whatever, but really and truly, I'm the strongest human being ever because of what I went through and I'm still standing and I'm still alive. Even with, I don't know if I, I, don't know if I can say this, SS thoughts, suicide, yeah, those thoughts, but even the action to do it, it's like, I'm still here. So really what you say really doesn't matter. And if you knew my story, you know, you would probably be quiet. But you don't know my story. I'm not here to convince you that my story is sadder than the next one. No, I won't say more powerful, but my story is powerful. Ooh, that is a touching story, honestly. Like, people, you really don't really know people unless you really have that conversation with them. And I have um, that you've had some thoughts. And yes, it does make your story strong. Regardless if it may not be worse than the next one, that doesn't make your story less tangible or less meaningful. So, yes, I am glad that you are still here because... You definitely have a story to tell and you definitely are pouring into people and, and, and exuding that light. And that's what it's all about. You love God and you want that love to be poured out onto other people. You may not be perfect, but we'll get close enough to being the best that we can be. And mm-hmm. I love that. The next thing is, what's the hardest pill you feel like you have to swallow in this stage 
um, or elevation in your life? Dang, I had so much, but the hardest pill I had to swallow. Well, it doesn't I, have to be one. You could put, I guess you could do the top two, which you feel like was like, yeah, this. I just, it's just trying to put work, my thoughts into work. I will say the hardest pill, I think just the most used quote ever, like it's okay not to be okay, right? And that was a pill I had to swallow because for years I'm, oh no, I'm not doing this because I would see how people would talk when they got comfortable. Oh, he, that person was crying like this. That person, he too soft. He's showing too much emotion. Like, well, you gotta keep, you know what I mean? Like, why would you ever do that? And I was a person who, you know, I had so much. All the stuff that I that you guys see on my social media now or, or read or hear me talk about, it's like I had it in my head for years. And people never really heard me because I never said anything. I never cried. I never, when I will cry, it was so bad. It was, it was fake tears. I would cry. I would cry fake tears for people to, God, oh, that's so bad. That was the hardest pill I had to swallow. That like, you know, it is okay not to, not to be okay at times uh, because I've, I faked it for years. And at that, at that point, it got tiring to fake. Like, I just broke down and cried one day and started sharing my stuff on social media. Like, not caring what people thought about a man crying. I don't care anymore. Like, some women don't like that, and that's fine. Some men don't like that, and that's fine. But me, I'm going to be me regardless. And another that's, that's another one of just, like, being myself, no matter what people, what the book guy wrote for me, I'm going to continue reading that one. I'm not going to focus on a book. The chapters and the, and the uh, titles that people have deemed me to to be as or be because I was so I used to be so worried about people's opinions and I at times I am still like that but you know I'm still working on those things too but those are the two that's man I want to tell you we have more things in common than you think because I can definitely relate to you on that and I dislike with a passion I'm not gonna say hate because hate is such a strong word but I dislike with a passion on how because you are in a you know a male's body that you can't show emotions or you can't cry or it makes you weak if you cry and that's not even the case like if we walked around holding in all these emotions and holding all these feelings in like what type of person where else would this stuff be released as this stuff can be released as anger this stuff can be released as something physical because we were always told to not show it or not let it out and yes i agree it is okay to not be okay i have my moments where i'm the strong friend or i'm just goofy all the time and I love making people laugh. I love making people smile. But there's times where, man, when I'm down, I'm down because I'm always up. So I have my days where I am down. And like you said, it's okay to not be okay. And I think for so long, you know, when I was younger, like we always used to, you know, we always used to lie when, when our mom would be like, are you okay? And you'd be like, yeah, I'm good. You're just so used to lying. Like, yeah, I'm okay. But now that we have control of these things, we realize it's okay to not be okay. It doesn't make you less of a person, doesn't let, make you less, it doesn't make you anything less uh, than the strength that you already carry within. So I definitely agree with that for sure. The last thing I have on here is the best advice that you can give to someone like trying to find their purpose and passion in their life. Like, um, what would be that advice that you would give for them? The easiest, the easiest thing something that I've been following since I've been, I would say growing my following or just anything growing in anything is the more you focus on yourself and the more you, you know, mentally grow yourself, physically, spiritually grow yourself, the things around you start to grow. And some of them start growing slowly. Some of them start growing fast, but the more you work on yourself and the more you get yourself to the best place you could be, the things around you begin to grow. And I would just say, stay true to yourself, no matter what, never go outside yourself. Like, 
know, with me being a content creator, some people say, like, you know, if your views are down, you should do this. I'm not doing it. I'm going to stay to myself, stay true to myself. Uh, I'm not changing up anything because why would I ever, not, you know, like, why would I ever change myself to get more views or get more? I have what I, what I need to have in this moment, in this season, the number of people, the number of followers and the, the money, whatever. Like, I have what I need for this exact season, no matter what. Stay true to yourself, no matter what. Those are the two easiest things I could say because those are the two things that are catapult you to greatness or whatever place you want to be. I love that. I love that. I love that. Again, thank you. That was the last thing that I want to talk, but I do want to say this. Um, I do appreciate you taking up the time to be a guest. So I also just appreciate you still being here. I appreciate the fact that you found your purpose to be the best that you can be, regardless of what you may not, there's no plan pit or there's no like um, guidebook on how to figure that out. But I do appreciate you like still being here and pouring and sharing your gift even though you have your state of being alone and you're just setting an example of it's okay to be by yourself. Just continue to work on yourself to do better and to be the best that you can be. So I do appreciate you being here where they can follow you, where they can find you at and just see all the greatness that you're sharing with the world. My TikTok is L-I-J-A-H-2-X-0 and my my Instagram is Lija2X underscore. So it's kind of those, everything is Elijah. You type in L-I-J-H, you'll, you'll find me somewhere, even on YouTube, uh, Elijah two times zero. So I'm just trying to continue growing and share my experiences while, while I grow and hope that people can not follow me, but follow me in my journey in a sense. I love that. I love that. I love that. But yes, Soph and Elijah are signing out. Um, we hope that you guys enjoyed the episode. Um, this is not just the beginning. Like we're going to have Elijah back for sure because he was, Putting out some gems. And I definitely want to, you know, discuss some more and break it down on some more experience that he has went through with some new questions and some new advice and some brighter gems that he has to share with us. But we are signing out, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. And we are out. Purchase your tracks today. Well, that concludes this episode of Soul. Yeah. Say it with your chest. Yeah. With your host, yeah. Soph yeah. Hope you enjoyed the show yeah. See you next time Soph, yeah. say it with your chest Soph, yeah. say it with your chest Say yeah. it with your chest yeah. Yeah. Purchase your